Welcome to the latest episode of Roxy and Queens. I'm not going to lie, this episode has been a long time coming after a few months of working intensely. But I'm back and the focus is on Roxy and Queens. I stumbled across a project that's been running in London that really piqued my interest by a group called Girls Rock. I saw that they had a London strand as they are an international alliance. The idea of a community encouraging women and gender non-conforming people of all ages to play music really enthused me, particularly with this podcast subject. Every year, usually around the second May bank holiday, they run a camp for women to meet other aspiring musicians, receive training on a chosen instrument, form a band and perform. It all takes place over a few days and is open to all abilities, including beginners. I had to go down to the camp to interview some participants on what the experience has been like. The start of the podcast will feature Jez, a volunteer and founding member of the London Project who helps arrange girls' rock events. I'll let her tell you a bit more about who she is and how she got involved and what the camp is all about. My name's Jez and I'm one of the co-founders and organisers of Girls Rock London, which is a charity set up to support girls, women, trans and gender non-conforming folk um, to make more music, to create it and perform it live. The first Girls Rock camp was in Portland in the States, in Oregon, in I think it was 2001. It's an international movement and the way I got involved was that I went to live in Canada a few years ago, back in 2012, and I just happened to arrive in Vancouver where we were going to live, me and my partner, for the next year and a half. And we looked, we were sort of looking in the listings to see what to do in the city. And we saw this listing for a Girls Rock Camp showcase, uh, which is a public event. And we're like, well, that sounds interesting. So we went along. And then a year later, I was still in Vancouver and I, I ended up volunteering at Girls Rock the next year. And it was just genuinely at that point one of the best weeks of my life it was the most inspiring week I'd ever experienced and I came back to the UK and I'd already been working in projects with women and music um, with various people including Jessie who's another uh, founder of Girls Rock and and I me and her got chatting and I was like we need to set this up here and so we did Uh, we spent the next few years trying to make that happen and we met along the way a couple of people who, for other reasons, had sort of experienced girls rock in other countries. As soon as we met them, that's when it really took off. That was a kind of coincidence. We all met each other and, and we were like, now's the time. And we did it. We've just done our third women's camp and we're about to do our third girls camp. We've had people coming back year on year. And I think like just under half of the people at our youth camp this summer are going to be returning people which is really exciting. But a lot of the point of it is about trying to reach out to people who don't have access to music education or opportunities where they might get to express themselves through music or learn instruments. And so whilst we love the idea of working with people year on year, we're also always really keen to uh, meet new people and bring new people into the gang as well. Gig venues, I think, have a responsibility to be creating as safe as possible a space for women to attend and perform at gigs. There's loads of evidence when women go along to gigs, you know, sexual harassment and a culture that can be quite difficult for women to participate in. Different types of women as well, you know, like not all women are the same and some women like really thrive on on the culture as it currently exists, but some don't. And so I think gig venues have a responsibility to like train their bouncers and staff and 
also sound engineers <laughs> in how to talk to women in a way that is not patronizing and also to protect people from from harm in their spaces I think the other thing is that promoters need to be booking women and it sounds so simple but it's amazing how many people don't think that that's their job the fact that they aren't booking women is because they can't find any but often they can't find any because their circle of like reference is so limited and sometimes you have to work to make those connections and there's reasons why women aren't like coming into your view do you know what I mean it's not because they're not in bands and it's not because they're not playing so I think that's also a responsibility on festival programmers as well and then I think the same I guess applies to like record labels that to combat sexism it, it doesn't rest at the grassroots it doesn't stop at the top it's it's everyone's job to be keeping an eye on this and and really thinking about the consequences of what happens when you don't which is just that we're missing out as as a collective community on women's talent and voices and and their music it's about two things really the first is that there are not enough women behind or in on on the stage in music in the UK it's a really uh, segregated industry it's male dominated and that's an obvious like injustice that's, that needs to be changed and so our work is about trying to get more girls and women and trans and gender non-conforming folks into that um, and our work with I guess the other reason it's important is that our work with youth is really focused on confidence and self-esteem at the moment in Britain, there is, I think, I would describe it as a mental health crisis amongst young women. Um, the rates of self-harm and depression um, and the lack of uh, sort of self-acceptance in relation to body image is, is super high. There's so much research. What we do is use music making um, together in bands with other young women to improve that to improve confidence and self-esteem and so it's like we see it as a little bit of an intervention like a a moment where young women can come together express themselves um shed like all the stuff that's going on in the rest of their lives keep that out of the room for a week and just be in a really safe space and rock out i guess with adults what we often encounter are women who have who just have music in them but for lots of different reasons including sexism in music they haven't had the chance or felt able to engage in it and so what they find with Women Rock London is the opportunity to experiment and take some risks in an environment where they know they'll be safe and where they won't be ridiculed because they don't know how to like noodle on the guitar or you know whatever the music is there and they they sort of feel compelled to do it once they know there's a way they can do it safely. I was super curious about what the camp was like so I went down and met with some of the participants to find out what they thought of it and how it's helped them pursue their musical ambitions. I caught up with Eddie, Maya, Hannah, Iona, Maya, Marta and Lauren. So I didn't know about Girls Rock um, at all until like really recently. Mm-hmm. How did you guys hear about it? With me, I was one of the, vol- the volunteers who actually, she coordinates, I think, the building and she told me about it. Okay, nice, yeah. nice. I am, um, I, last year they made a documentary about it. Oh, cool. And I saw the film. 
Film Festival. All oh, right. Okay. And it just like the film, it was a really great film. And I also recognised a couple of people who mm. were in it. And I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. So it's just been like an intensive kind of camp experience then. So does that mean you guys have been staying here and completely the whole time or have you been going home in between? No, you go home. home. Yeah. Right, because that's what I wasn't clear on. Yeah. I was like, do you just stay here? Like proper camp? Mm. But people come from quite far actually that I didn't realise. Like a few people were staying in Airbnbs and like Valeska's come from Germany. Wow. Amazing. sad because she's going to be gone. Yeah. She's gone all this way. Yeah. Wow. If we wanted to play together again. Oh no. She's not around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. So you guys never met before until now. Until yeah. now, yeah. Maybe a few people knew each other, but I think most people didn't. There was nothing before we just arrived. What things have you guys been doing music-wise then? What instruments or are you guys vocalists? Learning the guitar. Yeah, and um, vocals. Oh. I played the guitar about 35 years ago. Nice. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to, you know, get just get a feel of it. And the shooters here are very, very good. Hi, I'm Iona. I'm part of the band Lip Shock. Nice. <laughs> As formed at Girls Rock London. Nice, nice. And how did you hear about Girls Rock London? Um, so just a friend of mine did it last year and just said it was the most incredible thing she's ever done. Okay. And to be honest with you, I never really... Um, if I'd just seen an advert of it, I wouldn't have necessarily thought it was something for me to do. Um, I love music, I love dancing, I love watching bands, but it's really interesting how, like, I'm in so many festivals and gigs, but I've never, ever considered that I could form a band. Like, okay. it was almost, like, not a possibility for me. Mm. Um, but it's really interesting that they basically, like, you join this programme and you're forced to pick up an instrument, yeah. join a band and perform, and the support is incredible, that you just... I've just realised... <laughs> For the first time in my life, I can form a band. So it was just that was quite powerful this weekend. Um, and what I've realised is like you don't necessarily need to be like I always think I want to do the course or I want to do the degree or I need some sort of qualification before I can do anything. But another thing I've learned this weekend is that like actually you just need some basics and then up with that you can do whatever. And so it's just kind of like just an incredible chance to be creative. That's really, really cool, because I was like, oh, it must be quite intimidating just turning up into basically a group of strangers. Music, I always think, is quite a personal and intimate thing. So, like, to share that with just a group of people, but you, you sound like you've been enjoying it, and it's not been scary. Yeah. Well, it's quite, it's quite interesting coming up with a piece of music with five people that you've just met, and everyone's got different ideas, and also we don't know how to play our instruments. Um, but it's kind of like within the next half an hour we had to come up with a song so we just looked at each other and kept throwing acid into the mix and like working what we had and yeah. then literally I don't know how it happened but in the space of half an hour we gave birth to a song <laughs> <laughs> I like um, it yeah just based on everyone's input I think and when we first met as a group we decided we wanted, we wanted something fun yeah um, and so we wanted like a major chord to make sure it's like the happy sounds yeah and we wanted it to be upbeat so it, we knew the tempo and then and then we put some lyrics in based on things we talked about. So we just basically took inspiration from anything that we... Anything that arose. Absolutely anything. I'm massively inspired to make music. I want to I wanna do synths now. I, I want to yeah. get more better at the guitar. And yeah, I am like 100% like now it's motivated. Marta. Yes. So, have you travelled far to come to this camp? Uh, 
well, I'm, I'm from Mexico City. Oh, wow. But I do live in London. I'm studying. I'm in the second year of my PhD in psychology. As empirical as it sounds and all of this, you know, academic background, I always wanted to do something to do with music as well. Yeah, cool. But sometimes it was just like hard to, um, you know, to do the, both things at the time. Mm-hmm. And I always, I don't know, I just kept thinking of music as a hobby or just something yeah. that I really, really enjoyed. And when I came across uh, this camp, I was just like, hmm, this is something that I should try. Just like all of these things I've always been dreaming of doing yes. at some point and never, I don't know, for whatever the reason, not having the time, not having to drive or just being too scared. You know, mm. you hear that people start, I don't know, like learning an instrument quite young. Mm. This opportunity made me see that it wasn't too late. Like, That's awesome. There's actually no time for you to try and see how it's like. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's amazing. It's been amazing. And I, I think that it's like a cornerstone. I mean, it's just been one of the most amazing experiences that I've ever had in my life and in London. So what instrument have you been choosing or uh, mainly doing? Drums. Awesome. Yes. I like it. So lots of energy. Uh, it's like very cathartic as well. And you're performing for the first time later. Yes, are yes. You, are you nervous or are you feeling good? Mm. This morning when we arrived, we didn't have the song quite finished. Mm. So I was nervous. Then well, we had a band session and everything came together and oh, it really? sounded awesome. I'm just so pumped that I really, really, really want to start playing. There's another one. Well, differently. You come along to this event. Have you ever played an instrument before? Yeah, I have. Ah, what one? Uh, I've been playing guitar for 10 years, piano for about 12 now, and um, various escapades on bass and drums sometimes. Uh, I was given guitar again, even with the experience. And you were up for that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. So what made you decide to come along to this camp? Um, I work almost exclusively with male instrumentalists. The majority of them are lovely and fine and good people, Mm-mm. but it's so just male-dominated like music and what I do at the moment, and I just really wanted to be in an environment where like female musicians are allowed to flourish, and I just thought this just sounded absolutely perfect for that. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like a, it's been a really empowering experience for yourself and maybe the other girls that might not be as confident? Absolutely. Um, just being in a space where like, you know, you're allowed to make, not only allowed to make mistakes, but encouraged to make mistakes to some degree and to own things and to, to own a stage and to just try things on your instrument. I think um, it can be so difficult with like, you've got people that are like so based in music theory. It's too rigorous sometimes, I think, when you're, especially when you're starting out yeah. as a musician. So just to have a bit of freedom when you're beginning an instrument is just so nice. It's so refreshing to see that. Mm-hmm. It does seem like a very creative and kind of narrow environment just from stepping in yeah definitely I think even for myself I think even with like so much experience behind me compared to some of the other people here um I even found like myself just realizing that this is a great space for me to try things that maybe I won't try in like you know a male-dominated jazz jam or something like that and it just it feels really nice and I realized the true extent of my own ability as well that I am a lot better than I even thought I was yeah being able to try stuff and realizing what works what doesn't work it's just been really good so where do you think you're going to go from here do you think you're going to keep obviously working in the environments you're currently in or do you think you're going to try and pursue maybe to find some different projects that are maybe more female-led? Um, I think 
in the project I'm working with at the moment, which are, I think, majority male, yeah. um, I think I want to bring a bit more of sort of what I've learned here about myself, the sort of the confidence to that, to actually be able to speak out and talk to these people on the same level. Because I've never felt belittled by them, but I think there has always been a sort of tension there that I'm like the only girl in the room, I'm the only female instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of put that aside and just be like, you know, we're all equal because I'm as good as you guys. Nice to meet you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. So have you been making music for long? Or is today kind of, or this weekend your kind of first time? Um, on and off for a long time. So I'm most I've been in choirs though, and, and I've sort of been in a band in the past. Um, but I've been trying to learn the guitar for years, and I've never quite got past that sort of mental block mm. of I can't do it perfectly and being afraid to go any further, but feeling stuck. Yeah, kind of thing. And the, and the fingers on the fretboard, right? Yeah, that's what hard. I find. The fingers are so sore right now. Oh no! Yeah, I spoke to a lady earlier with killer nails. I think it was Eddie, and yeah. I was like, "It's amazing." And she's she's managing to do guitar with killer nails. I know. So. I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm so in awe of that. Yeah, it's it's a brave, brave move. <laughs> So, would you say that this has worked in kind of breaking down those nerves or those apprehensions you had before this camp? Absolutely, yeah. I think part of, I think one of the most important things I've learned is not to be afraid to make mistakes, but to turn them into something else. And mm-hmm. um, so, one of the one of our favourite parts of the song that we've written actually came from a mistake. Oh right. Um, so that's quite cool to see how someone making a mistake can actually be turned into a feature, and actually. There aren't really mistakes, they're just surprises. Yeah. And I think that's something that I really needed because when you're, especially when you go out into the world and it is quite male dominated out there and you see everybody making it look easy, you feel that need to be perfect and you feel like you can't present it until you are perfect. Yeah. But then you come here and they're like, no, no. Yeah. Don't do that. They're not doing that. Yeah. It might look like that's what they're doing, but that's because they're playing their version. They might not be playing it the way they intend to play it. It's true. They're rocking it. So having that. Um, oh yeah, moment really helps. That's so so good. So. If you like the sound of giving music performance a go, but don't feel like you've had the opportunity, maybe it's time to explore Girls Rock. You can find out more about the international camps if you head to www.girlsrockcampalliance.org forward slash find a camp. Furthermore, if you want to participate in any of the forthcoming London events, fancy volunteering or donating to their cause, check out www.girlsrocklondon.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>